some may find the following disturbing. Discretion is advised. It's the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Come on, listen to the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Yes, the Mikey Bet Show, where the bookies get on. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mikey Bet Show. I am your co-host, Mikey Betts, with our other co-host. We have Elliot and J-Mo here. What's up, guys? What's up, fellas? What's up, everybody? I got some, uh, uh, I got some technical difficulties over here, so I might jump on later on on the computer, but I'm here for it. Big Bulls win. Dude, big bulls win um, against the Pistons. Covered the spread minus five. If anybody took that two days ago, it was minus three and a half. So I nibbled at it, but it was at minus five right before the game started. Thank God they hit that. Those free throws, those free throws, those free throws. Zach Levine, thank you so much. Uh, I talked talked a lot of shit about him the past four years. This year, I'm ready to hop on the wagon and. Uh, I mean, he's proven himself. I just wish he would have hit some more threes to cover my spread, but that's okay. What are you? What, what are your thoughts on the Bulls? I mean, we talked about it last week when we recorded. I was high on Zach Levine the entire mm-hmm. time. The guy is a scorer. He was playing great on defense. Um, I mean, just in terms of Zach Levine's game, I took him for high point scorer for the game. Came through for me. Just, I mean, you, you, he did what you want him to do. I heard Will Purdue talking about like, you know, he he did fuck Will Purdue. I'm sorry, fuck Will Purdue. Not a no, fan. I know, and I, I didn't I didn't agree with his take. I mean, I'm a fan because of what he did for the franchise and what he did for the Bulls. But he was saying how, you know, the the Bulls did their thing on offense, so they allowed him to exert his energy on defense. I think he played a great defensive game, but I also think the Bulls have a lot of work to do on offense just in terms of their scheme, their rotations and everything. But either way, great win by the Bulls. I'm excited. I'm happy. Um, Great game overall. My thing is, is like, what the fuck was that the first quarter, though? Like, it was, they put up 33 points in the first half. I'm so glad. I'm grateful for a Bulls win, any win. But this, dude, that, that quarter was so underwhelming to me, especially against your rivals, the Detroit Pistons. I, I just I was like, bro, how are you gonna how are you gonna come out flat like that? Thank God they came out with the dub, but hopefully Friday for that home opener, I, I can't see that. You know what I'm saying? They gotta they gotta go off. They gotta bring it electricity. There was just no no fire, no no. Uh, there wasn't that Joakim Noah guy. You know what I'm saying? There's nobody to like. All right, let the energy guy. And I I don't know if there's a player that's on that team right now. That's you guys, one of all the guys are kind of laid back on the Bulls now that you right, that. yeah, kind of laid back guys. Um, I don't know, maybe AO. I don't know. I don't know. I saw him tonight, he had a little juice, but you know, he could be possibly third string, so he might not be in there every game. But Vooch missed a lot of easy ones in that first quarter. He was yep. right at the basket, yeah, not put it in for some reason. He just dunk it, big man, because he was bigger than everybody on the court, stronger. But he just kept missing a bunch of jags, so it was it was kind of weird that first quarter. No, dude, I agree. And I mean, the rotations in that first half blew my mind. You can't have Caruso leading an offense, in my opinion. I, I think, and we talked about this before, Jeff. I am I am literally Caruso in like a men's league. 
Like <laughs> you can't have me running an offense. I, you know, he, he can cause a problem on defense. You know, he's going to get his hands in there. He's going to get gritty, but he's not the guy that's going to go out there and just, you know, get people involved. He's not going to create his own shots. He needs to play out there like with some help. You know, he needs to have Lonzo out there with them. He needs to have Zach Levine out there with them. I think they, they started off, they had him, DeMar, uh, Ayo was out there. What's it? Alizé was out there. Like just that first, that first half rotation just blew my mind. But I mean, they came out with the W. I just think they need a lot of work, you know, with their rotation, just getting into the, the flow of the game. Cause they took a huge lull when it came to the offense in that first half. It was ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. I agree a hundred percent. And so where does that put you for tonight? So tonight's game against the Pelicans, that's the home opener, right? What are we going to do? What are we going to do for that home opener? Who's going to be the fire starter? Who's going to bring that energy? It's got to be Lonzo. I, I've been saying, I was saying it all night. Lonzo cannot afford to be off the floor for the Bulls. Zach's going to get his. Jeff, like you said, Vooch is going to, he's going to get those shots. He's going to knock down, knock down those easy buckets in the paint. But you got to keep Lonzo on the floor with his energy on defense, just getting people involved. I mean, that's where that's where points are going to come from. You're going to get points off turnovers, points in the paint, just easy looks from the three. That's where I think the Bulls just need to make that change. Um, and as much as I was a hater on him, I think once campaign comes back, that's going to help open up the offense a little bit more too. But, yeah, I think they're, they, if they don't beat the Pelicans, they're in trouble because the fact that they had this much trouble with the Pistons – that's you know in my yeah, mind exactly that, that's some things did you see how fat zion got or is it what is it zion yeah zion right you see how fat he got dude he's like 300 pounds that's what, he's not even playing against us because he's got a broken ankle dude we were talking about it last week this guy's i just registered to me this guy's gonna be like 350 pounds by the time he comes back oh for sure and he's be an offensive lineman too. a lot of money living in new orleans like he's just eating man oh. That's all soul food out there. You know he's getting stuffed with that. I, I don't understand. <laughs> Why would you draft him there? Especially he's already got a weight problem. Right. I always said that. That's his two problems. Can he stay healthy, those legs, and then his weight? So <laughs> one year down and it's looking rough. So hopefully he's a pro about it and, you know, gets back in shape real quick and then, you know, gets back on the court. So we'll see. But I was impressed with the Bulls tonight. Defensively, like I said last week, my boy Caruso, he had four steals tonight. Lonzo, a lot of deflections. And DeRozan, a couple steals. So I, I was impressed with the guards' defense. My concern is when we play a bigger team, do we have the low post defense, you know, the inside rebounding? Because uh, we did let up 11 offensive rebounds. So if, if Vucevic is off the court, who's going to hold down the middle for us is what I'm concerned about. Yeah, a thousand percent. I just really hope that they don't play to their level, right? They don't play the Pistons to their level and then they'll have a great game against the Lakers. I just want them to play the Bulls level. They don't I don't want them to compete with their competition, right? And if I feel like if they can do that, they'll be fine. They'll be gravy. But right now I didn't see it. Even the it was a scary minus it was scary to cover the spread, right? We literally had to rely on the last 40 seconds with free throws. Friday, I think they'll make their adjust adjustments. And, uh, you know, this is a revenge game, especially for Lonzo. Lonzo's going to go off. There's so many teams that did do him dirty, disrespect him in the league, and I feel like this is his main opportunity just to do it, right? I mean, that's that's what it is. We got all these new faces in Chicago, uh, and it's, it's 
it's it's all looking up. Speaking of, shout out, uh, what's her face? Uh, not what's her face, but Candace Parker, Chicago Sky. They just won a WNBA championship. That's pretty badass. Yeah, we got a ship in the shy. <laughs> it's, it's about time. It's been some years, huh? Hockey was hockey the last one. I think hockey. No, 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 no. The Cubs. Cubs were. The Cubs were since then. Okay, twenty sixteen. Yeah, that's true. They were the they were the last ones. But yeah, I mean, that Sky Championship was ridiculous. I know we were talking about it last episode. I'm I'm actually mad at myself. I had to go hang out with the kids on the uh, on Sunday when they won it. I wish I could have. I would have went to that game. I mean, apparently it was a packed house, but I'm sure the tickets it was. Were, I wish I could have went to go see that because I mean that's history. Yeah. The, one of my buddies, uh, he went to the Cubs championship against Cleveland. Actually, two of my buddies, uh, Hicks, who's on Sports Life, and then my our, our buddy Joey went there. And my buddy Joey's the guy I went to the Bucks championship with, and he was like, "Dude, if you get a chance to see history, you go see it. Like, you just there's nothing about it. You go see it." So I'm, I'm salty that I didn't get a chance to go see that, but I mean, Mikey, I'm glad you brought that up because, dude. Huge shout out to this guy and the fact that Candace Parker's from Naperville, like right mm-hmm. down the street, and just brought it home. Something that Dwayne Wade couldn't do in uh 2017 when he came to the Bulls. Shout out to uh Dwayne Wade for, for coming to us, but uh something that he couldn't do. Yeah, I it, it's crazy. I didn't get to see the parade, but I was actually at the casino when I was watching the game, and it was at plus 175 in the fourth quarter. I was like, dude, fuck it. I'm gonna sprinkle some money on them right now. They ended up winning the game. The the casino, everybody bet on them. So the casino went crazy. It was a good time. And uh huge shout out to Chicago Sky. That's fucking awesome. I actually ran into the Chicago Sky um at O'Hare Airport. I was coming back from San Diego and I was like walking through, walking through. All of a sudden, I was walking through a bunch of jumpsuits. And I was like, what the hell? Who are these? And then I saw it was the Chicago Sky. And I was like, oh my gosh. I, I took a bunch of pictures with them. And I was like, yeah, how do you guys think you're going to do this year? And he's like, oh, we're going to win the ship. We're going to win the ship. I was like, okay, let's see how it goes. And they actually did it. So shout out to Phoenix for losing uh, both NBA and WNBA finals this year. That's wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> that. Yeah. Oh, man. They got some revenge on their mind next year. We'll see. Or this season for NBA. So two of the Phoenix teams lost the NBA and the WNBA. And then we have, I know this is a weird correlation, but now we have two Bucks that are champions, right? We have the Buccaneers and we have the, the Milwaukee Bucks. First year we've ever had Bucks as championships two years in a row, or at the same time. I guess we could transition into football since I did that little wacky uh, Bucks. Because I'm excited to see the Bucks against the fucking Bears. They got the, the spread at plus 12 and a half. Did you guys see that? Just because Tom Brady's behind me does not mean I'm a fan. I do hate him. And I'm hoping the Bears work him, but wait, then why do you have a picture of him? That's kind of <laughs> weird, bro. My roommate, this was his before. Oh, I was gonna say it's like a Rocky thing. You just put a picture of the guy that you hate. That's why I got the Bulls. I was supposed yeah. to in here. I was gonna redecorate the basement. I rent out the basement or whatever, and I just never did. I just <laughs> I just never hung anything up. So my Bulls picture stay on the ground. So I got it propped up for this. That's awesome. Hell yeah. So no, what do you plus, guys think? go ahead? Good looking man. I mean, Tom Brady, good looking guy. He's got him on the wall. That's why you got that picture of Timmy P up there. I'm sure just giving you that handoff. Still, don't you? <laughs> I have that somewhere. Yeah. High school quarterback. Yeah. J-Mo high school legend. Same thing with Timmy P. J-Mo never forget it. We're at his house one day. He doesn't have any pictures of any of his boys anywhere, but just has one of Timmy P. Give him a handoff. 
<laughs> it was the only picture I ever kept. Like his mom gave it to me. I was like, all right, I'll keep it. I'll throw anything else away. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I think the uh, I think that spread is very reasonable. I think they're going to cover just like I thought the Packers were going to cover. Shout out if you followed me. You got to win. Most people in Chicago didn't. But, I mean, after uh, Tom Brady was made a fool of last year in the fourth quarter, thinking it was, you know, third down when it was fourth, I, I feel like he's got to come out this week. He has something to prove. Real quick, before we get more into it, and I, you're right, but I do want to talk about your picks because uh, we do our picks every Sunday, right, on the Sports Life Pod, uh, and we release that uh, – we released that on the Facebook page, right? Only the Facebook page. Uh, Facebook page. We tried to up there. We tried to upload it on Twitter. Not the most technically savvy uh, podcast on our end, so we're gonna give it a try here. Get it on other platforms, but yeah, I mean, it's on Facebook right now. Uh, we're getting some views. We got some hate this last week. We finally started, we got some listeners that were that followed all of our picks. I think we, we all got went- haters. We all we all went one and three. I mean, not haters, but whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. We all went one and three. I went three and one. <laughs> <laughs> Who did I pick in in the Sports Life Pod? Yeah, I uh, I had uh, Vikings money line. Yeah, what are you talking about? I went one and three. I went three and one. The only one I lost was Ryan uh, Jared Goff over one and a half touchdowns. I had Aaron Rodgers over one and a half touchdowns. I had. Cowboys money line, and I had Vikings money line. All right, hey, hey. So, correction, strike that from the record. Uh, what are you talking throat. about? You can't, you can't throw my name out there and say that I went one and three. That's just the biggest hate I've ever seen in my life. Elliot was one of the haters. That's what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. wow. Well, myself and Hicks. So myself and Hicks went one and three. So, I mean, we, we both owe a wing. We talked about it earlier. We both owe a wing since we tied for last. JMO owes two because he was a no-call, no-show. If you're Dude, not Yeah, there, true. True. That's the new punishment. That's what we call it. You have to do that now. Yeah, if you're not there, we, we made up the rule on Sunday. So, hey, Mikey, my bad. Trust Dude. Me, the, the records will go. The, they'll be posted. People will know. I mean, so what does that bring you to? Ten and two? Ten and two, yeah. Over the last three weeks, pretty cool. I feel like a big shot, but I'm just pretty lucky. I should have just made some bets drunk from my bed. I would have beat Ellie and Hicks. No, it's I mean pulled off too. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> He's still mad about my Ben Roethlisberger bet. <laughs> I, I I I I was so silent. I went back and I listened to it, and I was like just sitting there. I was just like, I gotta say something. I was like, I'm not gonna take it. I wouldn't take it, guys. That's just me. Oh, the Sports Life <laughs> listeners know, don't take my bets. <laughs> no, that's all right. But I want to I wanna let the listeners know that Sunday, starting Sundays at like 9 o'clock, 9.30, look around right before the game start. You can find it on my Twitter, too, and you can find it. Uh, I'll be posting it, and then you can find it on Facebook at the Sports Life Pod. Uh, and it'll be uploaded, and we'll release it, too, as well. So you guys can check out those picks. It's a good time, always fun, and uh bright and early so for those people that are going uh right before uh church or just waking up right after a hangover there you go you know it, it works both ways but to that point right i have a lot of free plays that i want to give on that sunday i want to give that that day uh i'm gonna wait for now i i have four premium plays that i'm gonna put there that uh the listeners can find out 
Um, I w- want to go into our bets in the week. We were supposed to have the Philly Godfather on. We were supposed to have Cap on and the college kids. Cap blew us off because, uh, you know, it was his wife's birthday. So he had to blow us off. And my thing is, is like, Cap, why would you not? Why would you not let me know? He definitely forgot that it was his wife's birthday, right? Like last week, two weeks ago, a week, like three, three weeks ago, he was at a fucking family dinner. Two weeks ago, he was at a charity. I'm like, bro, what's what? Like, check your calendar before you confirm stuff, right? Because it's a lot of people in this situation. So uh, he's probably just smoking a little bit too much, getting a little high and uh, on his little Delta eight pen or whatever he's doing over there. So shout out cap. We'll see him next week with the Philly Godfather. Elliot, what do you got to say about cap? I know you want to say something about him. I was going to say, and I'm interested to know like what he did for his wife's birthday. Like if this was his wife's birthday, like I'm very interested to know like what he put together last minute. Well, here, this is what cap texted me. He said, so Cap, we still good for recording tomorrow? He said, What time? It's my wife's birthday. I'm talking, I'm taking her to dinner. And I was like, Well, it's 7 p.m., but we can move it, whatever you need to do. Hope she has a great birthday. He said, uh, she's getting crab legs. She's excited for crab legs tomorrow night. So they're getting crab legs. I guess uh don't know where he's going, but crab legs are a good uh hey, sorry, I missed your birthday. Where does no, I mean, I mean. You think Cap, he could probably get a reservation anywhere. So I know they're big, like Chicago he, Cut. He's probably going to Chicago Seafood or whatever that other. No, he definitely is. went to Chicago Cut. Chicago Cut's the best place in the world. Shout out David at Chicago Cut. One of the coolest. Uh, we're going to get him on the podcast soon. We're actually, we'll go there. We'll go there and uh, we'll talk to David, uh, us three. It's always a good time. David's cool as fuck. Um, one time I went there, I took my fiance to dinner there and I was like, oh my gosh. This shit's so fucking expensive. And then I turn around and I'm like, oh, that's Anthony Rizzo. So Anthony Rizzo is right behind me. And I was like, dude, this is why. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go ask him for an autograph. The guy says no. You know how mad I, dude, I was stunned, stunned. Oh, no. Ask him at dinner. It was after dinner. Like walking away outside. Yes, yes. Walking away. Yes, yes. Like. About to get into his car though, because like, no, I- what, what, what? I gotta wait for him to fucking honk and get out of my way. No, well, no. <laughs> he's walking out. I'm just asking for a picture. All right, that's all I was asking for. I was, I would have bought him a drink, whatever. But you know, I'm not asking for your fucking your autograph, your right lung, anything like that. I'm asking for a picture. I don't know. Yeah. I go I don't if you're watching your Knicks. Sorry to interrupt, but. It's going to overtime now, Boston. Just Dude, I told you. I t- oh my gosh, the fucking Knicks always blow it. They always blow the fucking lead. I hate them so much. Mike is uh, Mike's hurt. He can't believe this. Elliot, you know I'm a um, I'm a Bulls fan first, but I'm a Knicks fan second, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like, dude, I just know that they always fucking blow leads and uh, depressed. Bad. Four seconds left. They inbound it. Jason Tatum falls, still gets the ball up court, and they hit a three to bring it to OT. Fucking cocksuckers. That's so stupid. But back to Rizzo. Yeah, Rizzo is a good guy. I don't want to say anything bad about him, but he was probably just in a mood. Whatever. Shout out. Shout out fucking Anthony Rizzo. Shout out the Cubs. It, it was weird. It was weird, like, seeing somebody, like, so, like, yeah, no, we're, we're like, saying no. I went to, uh, I don't know if you know Frank the Tank from Barstool. Shout out Frank. Uh, he got me tickets to the Devils game in versus the Blackhawks. So we went there, dude. 
those are the meanest fans I've ever seen in my life. I mean, not really. I have never been to Philly or anything like that, but New Jersey has some pretty mean fans. Like I, I couldn't believe it. I was, I was actually pretty shocked. So, but the reason I bring it up is because Frank never turned down a, never turned down a picture, never turned down a handshake, a smile, an autograph, dude, nicest guy in the world. He fucking held up a line and people were yelling at him. He was getting Frank the tank chance. Coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Cool. Yeah, thing that's seen. actually, I mean, and that's, I mean, when you talk about Anthony Rizzo too, like he's notoriously a great guy. Yeah. Uh, but different type of celebrity between Anthony Rizzo and Frank the Tank. Also different type of atmosphere because, right. I mean, you're at a baseball game or I'm sorry, you're at a hockey game and people are going crazy. That's one thing. I mean, I'm assuming Anthony Rizzo with his wife. I've been to Chicago Cut. It's kind of like a- I'm not saying nothing. I don't know who he was with, but it was not his wife, my friend. I'm not fucking saying nothing. It was too. I'm that's not getting in trouble. He's like, I don't want to take it out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> now, what it was. Now the story is getting a little bit deeper here. He was, I, yeah. I'm not taking a picture. I wasn't here tonight. I need to get home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I practice late. I think that's exactly what it was. Now that now that you said that, I'm putting all the dots together. Definitely that fucking. Sorry, Rizzo. Never mind. Uh, that's have a good day. That's why you got to talk through these things. I'm glad we got to break this down a little bit. Rizzo still a good guy. He was just saving. Well, me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's a good guy, but well, all right. In, in terms of you know taking pictures, taking care of fans. Yeah, exactly. Well, we don't talk about the Yankees, right? Talk about Cubs. Yeah, I mean, but you think about it. Schwarber's out here doing work for the, the Red Sox. I mean. The Cubs are still making noise just in, in other parts of the country. <laughs> it's fucking sad. Just not in baseball. So, yeah. It breaks my heart. All right. So, let's talk Bulls or Bears, 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 Bears. Because I was like, we just drifted, drifted, drifted. But that's what we do on the Mikey Betts show. And that's why people love it. The Bears, right? They got a, I just saw it move to 13 and a half. The spread is 13 and a half. As a Bears fan, as a man, as a man that lives in Chicago with pride, why would I not bet on that? <laughs> you don't ever lay four, 13 and a half points on a team. That's just disrespectful. Any team that sees that is going to take that as a sign of disrespect. Cover- defense is your the pride of your team. Too. Right, right, right. And the corners suck for the Tampa. I feel like the Bears can definitely cover. I'm not saying that they're going to win by any means. There's no way. You know Tom Brady has this game scheduled circle on his calendar, but I don't see any way that this guy weighs a 14 lead, a 14 cover lead on us. There's no shot. What do you guys think? You guys think there's a shot on that? They looked rough against the Eagles last week. I mean, right. Eagles were in that game and their defense is, I thought, very bad, <laughs> you know? Right. The, the Bucks, unless Brady's just, now he's mad. So sometimes he has those games where he's just pissed. Yeah. He throws for five TDs. But the Bears' defense is too good for that. We shouldn't allow that to happen. So, yeah, I'm with you there. There's no way they're going to come in and just put up, you know, beat us by that many points. So my thing is, is we, we're we down on our running backs, right? We're down on uh, – no, we're fine with their wide receivers. But it's just our offense can never seem to click. I feel like this is a game that will just go out there. We'll, we have no pressure. Everybody's expecting us to lose. There's no thought or mind. There's players that are hoping for a blowout. So that Nagy can get fired. I feel like this is a game that the Bears are actually more prepared for than a lot of the public thinks. 
right now I think the public is 72% uh, on the Bucks versus the Bears. So like I said, said on, the, on the Sports Life podcast on Sundays, in the history of histories, you always fade the public. So I think I'm probably going to fade the public, and I'm going to stay at plus 13 and a half on this game for the uh, – yeah, for the for the Bears. And that's a surprise because I never have bet the Bears as a free play besides like a player prop. Because there's no confidence in the Bears for me. <laughs> I like absolutely I like the not. knowledge behind it. Fade the public. I like that. I'm not a betting guy, so I've never heard that before. I like that. I always fade not always. Like if I know I'm like, all right, this like example today for the Bulls, right? The Bulls were minus five. They got to minus five. I was like, dude, fuck it. I'm gonna take it. I was wrong for almost four quarters. It was like three and a half quarters. I was wrong until they hit the spread and got minus six. Right. So sometimes fading the public is wrong, but usually half the time or 75% of the time when you fade the public, it's it's always a good sign. This last week in NFL football, if you faded the public, you had a very bad week. So can they have a good week in a row? Because when you look at fading the public, The Rams beat the Giants. They covered. Large spread. West Coast team coming to the East Coast. Uh, Arizona beat the Browns. Another one fading the public. West Coast team coming to the uh, Midwest with the time change playing at the, what was it, noon game? Or no, actually, I think it was a 3 o'clock game. I thought thought the public was on the cards, though. Or uh, the public was on, uh, on on the Browns. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. The public. Oh, actually, yeah, you might be right about that one. But. The public had a pretty good week this last week, if I remember correctly. Because, I mean, they had the Cowboys. Cowboys had a miraculous cover out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Vikings. Vikings covered. So, I mean, there was a good week for the public this last week. But generally, you, you're you right, Mikey. I mean, if you bet against the public, that's a good sign. But I'm- in case, again, last week, the public was on the Packers, other than the Chicago public. <laughs> and you had that. That's going to be the bet that you're talking about the rest of the year. Look at that no. smile. I can see it from cheek to cheek. He's talking about that bet. The rest. You know, I bet when the public had the Bears plus six, I had a minus six. And you know what? It was a close game the whole time, right? But fucking Aaron Rodgers always beats our ass. And he told us that he beats our ass, right? That's the most disrespectful part about it. Well, I, dude, I said the same thing. I thought the Bears played a good game. In my opinion, I thought the defense played great. I thought the offense kept up, you know, with what they had. You know, they, they don't have a lot of horses back there. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has has the Bears numbers. So, I mean, there's not much you could do there. He, he said, I fucking own you. Fashion. He likes to beat us in every fashion. Like, the one year he got hurt, he came back in. This game, it was just slow. Just take it easy and then just beat us at the end, run it in, and talk a little shit. So, he's... He's for the theatrics, I think, against the Bears. He likes it. He likes the show. He's a hippie, bro. I don't fuck with that guy at all. Like, he's just he's just so, I don't know. He does it for the audience. That's how I feel he is. And whatever, he could be the greatest of all time. Or not, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Not the greatest of all time, but probably one of the greatest Packers of all time. Um, fuck him. I, I really don't care. Don't disrespect us like that. Yeah, it's true. You do own us. We do fucking suck. With the Bears record... In like 1985 was Bears like 58, Packers 47. Now the Packers are blowing us out of the water. We would have never thought it got like that. It's just sad. It's sad, but um, 
I don't know what the Bears are going to do. I feel like I talk about this every year, and we all give our smart analytical uh, thoughts and our opinions on what we should do, but they never listen, right? They never listen to us. Nobody gives a fuck, right? They just stick to the same old routine. We have the great defense or mediocre defense, some shitty fucking quarterback. I'm not saying Justin Fields is shitty, but the coaching and the personnel behind the team just fucking sucks. And it breaks my heart. Every year I have to get up, I have to go and watch these guys on Sunday, and they just lay an egg. They suck always against the Packers. It's it's terrible. I, I It breaks my heart. I know that you are a Cowboys fan, so you have a little bit of feeling, and I know that you're a Steelers fan. You just recently got this feeling because you guys had a long time of winning too. But it's, yeah, it not hurts. a lot of heart, not too much heartbreak, you know, for the Steelers. We won the games we should. You literally, you literally get to watch your quarterback grow old. When that, when have we ever in Chicago have gotten a chance to watch our our quarterback just prosper and you know go into the light? And all right, we'll see you later. Thanks for all the memories. Never. Maybe Jay Cutler, but we kicked his ass out of the door and we sent him to retirement slash the Dolphins. It's the same exact thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Slash, and where'd he go? Wasn't he supposed to be an announcer? Did that never happen? He left. Yeah, no, no. no. He got like 20 million at the Dolphins in Miami, so he came back. Cutler yeah, might be the franchise quarterback for the Bears, the greatest ever, which is pretty rough. Yeah, it breaks my fucking heart. It breaks my heart. I don't know what we're going to do. I really have no idea what the Bears are going to do. Uh, maybe some new ownership. That's never going to happen. Maybe some new, uh, I don't know. There's nothing. There's no positivity, which sucks. We're always going to, like, now we're at three and three. There's no There's no light. There's no, nothing to see at the end. It sucks. I feel like the most depressive person on the, the planet right now on this podcast talking about the Bears. But I just, it's like, when, when was the last time we really beat the Packers in a meaningful way? Yeah, sure, 2018 to go to the to the playoffs. I mean, before before we transition, because yeah, Mikey, you are getting depressing right here talking about. <laughs> but I have to think about it on the the offensive line, which was supposed to be trash coming into this season. Granted, they gave up five sacks this last weekend. You know, they're averaging probably giving up five sacks per game with Justin Fields, mm-hmm. but the running game is looking strong. Justin Fields had some looks. I mean, they have some stuff cooking right now. Granted. Allen Robinson's not doing shit. Wide receivers are all over the place. Like, they just need to get open. They got to give him some good looks. I'm not a Bears fan, but I'm optimistic for the future because Justin Fields just looks like he has his shit together. And I think he's going to outlast this Bears coaching staff, this Bears front office, and hopefully they can surround him with some pieces to actually get some shit done here in the future. Okay, here's a thought. Would you trade... Would you trade Allen Robinson right now? For sure, I would. Right? Absolutely. I was like never he, a big fan of him anyway, coming from the Jags or whatever. You know, he had a good year with his once, but I would get rid of him, yeah. He's still got some value, so get rid of him now. Exactly, right? Trade him even for an offensive lineman or maybe a cornerback. We have we have decent wide receivers that can get us through the year. Um, You know he's not coming back next year. His fucking agent always talks about us and just tweets about the bears and how we're just trash. So that was actually a great call because I know we talked about it yesterday on the sports life podcast, where talking about trading for Odell Beckham. And I was like, well, what are we going to trade for him? You know, granted ODB, uh, you know, Odell's not doing anything on the Browns, but like we have no draft capital. 
So even if you traded Allen Robinson for some draft picks, because Jamo, I know you said you weren't high enough from coming off the you know the Jaguars, but the guy put up numbers with nobody throwing him the ball. Right. People around the league know he has talent. He's not coming back next year. Get rid of him for something. Because obviously they have zero chemistry right now. It was funny. I actually I was I'm, I'm you know I was on the uh, the waiver wire for fantasy and somebody dropped him in one of my leagues. I was like, I'm like, who drops Allen Robinson? So and I didn't even want to pick him up. <laughs> I was just like, don't even want. To. <laughs> so I mean, he never was a true number one to me. So I wasn't I wasn't impressed. So never yeah. a true number one. I don't Allen so. Robinson. He was a Bears number one, but yeah. And when you think about it, Jeff, I mean, he was a number one on teams that had nobody. So that's a good point. I mean, time will tell is going to is a number one statistics leading up to his Bears career, you know, tell you that he was a number one. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, once he got in the Bears, granted, he had a great season. He had great seasons with Mitch. I was very high on Mitch. Mikey, you don't know that. Uh, in my opinion, Mitch still has a potential to have a good career at some point. Oh, if he's under, future you know, Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer. If he's under a good coaching staff, has some good opportunities. Um, well, if Josh but, Allen keeps trying to hurdle people, we'll see that this year. It well, makes- here's my thing is M- Mitch was just always a deer in headlights to me. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like he just was like nothing really phased him. Like he could throw like three picks and you just shake his head and walk off the field. To me, he was just a mental midget. I, I think he could be a good player if he has some confidence, but right now I just don't think the guy has any confidence. It's just, it's kind of sad. I don't, I don't like, I like Mitch Trubisky. I think he has talent, but I think that his head, like he gets way into his head way too much. I think he just has a stupid face. I just think like stupid face. That when you just look like very punchable, what am I doing? Like, what yeah, exactly. Like, dude, like it, it looks like Nick Foles is on the, the line. All right. All right. Nagy, what are we doing? What are we, well, what's the scheme? What's going on? Nagy's over there. Okay. So this is what we got to do. And then fucking Trubisky's is like, I, I wrote a card today. I, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like just some dumb shit that like nobody, he's not even in the game, not even phase. Like he always looks like he has a blank face and, couldn't do it. Couldn't be me. Can't be my quarterback anymore. Can't do it. Time will tell. I'm still riding with him. I made a, I made a take last year where if he's in a good position with a good offensive coordinator with some weapons, they'll they'll you know teach him how to play quarterback. Because he came, dude. I don't want to get into the get into it. I was big on him coming on. I'm not even a Bears fan, but I watched a lot of North Carolina football. They played. Oh at no! New- All six games. <laughs> yeah, dude. He played quarterback for one season. He played 13 games of quarterback prior to coming to the NFL. Either way, Bears are fucked. It just is what it is. Bears fans just got to get used to it, man. I mean, this is the year they have to deal with. Hopefully next year will get better. And I think they're making steps to improve going into next year. What do you think your Cowboys are doing? How do you think they're going to do this week too? Oh, wait, they're on a bye. I was going to say, I think they're going to do great this week. I think they're going <laughs> to. They're not going to lose. They're going to get healthy, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're going to get healthy. <laughs> yeah. How many players are going to get arrested on your team this week at this bye week? What's so the over-under on that? So far, one did. Wait, yeah. did one really get arrested already? Oh, you didn't oh. know that? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. No, I didn't fucking know that. Yeah, That's so hilarious. One got a DWI, but other than that, Lyle Collins is coming back after this week. 
Um, thankfully, you can't get arrested for bribing a drug test uh, official from the yeah, NFL. Only fine. Only fine and suspended. So, I mean, they're going to come back stronger after the bye week. I mean, Cowboys are looking good. This, I mean, this last week against the Patriots, this is a game that the Cowboys would normally lose. I, I watched this game up until Dak fumbled at the goal line. Um, because I had to spend the day or I didn't have to, I got the, the chance to spend the day with the kids out in the city. We went to go see the Dr. Seuss. Um, and I, I was watching it the whole time. I'm like, Cowboys are going to lose. You know, we got no chance. All of a sudden I come out to my phone. I got 50 text messages, just people going crazy about the Cowboys. So I knew what happened. And as I watched the game the entire time, I was like, how how did the cowboy where'd he go you muted i think you're muted bro still muted he's yeah he's still muted all right i'm back but yeah dude i don't even know what's going on in my house right now what's happening at the house you're like frozen for a second dude my phone just went out my internet on my fucking computer hasn't been working the entire time i have maybe, no idea maybe you're on like an indian ground burial you got some like wicked shit going on Maybe Dude, you think of that. You're cursed. That could be the case, but that you think that the curse came down today? When did you move in? Seven years ago. Seven years ago. When did the Cowboys win a championship last? 27 years ago. Seven? 96. Oh, so yeah, your curse started a long, long ago. Never mind. Forgot. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. I was actually on your golf course this weekend, and I hit a hole in one. That could be it. That never happened. So I, I know that's not legit. <laughs> Cowboys got their first win in Foxborough since 87. So the year before I was born. 87? Holy shit. Oh my yeah. God. You know how fucking long ago that was? Not I'm not calling you old. I'm just saying, you know how long ago that was? For yeah, just... 30 years ago. Holy shit. Well, they don't play a lot, granted, right? You know? No, rarely, rarely. Yeah, I think the last win they had, Romo got a win in like, 2009 or something like that can we uh can we get rid of romo as a commentator though i think i think he's done i mean no he he ran out of the juice guy's a legend i mean he's just <laughs> come on dude of all time in my opinion um i mean he calls it how he sees it he, he watches a lot of tape he does what he does he's a homer though i mean he keep Bro. he, he stop talking about the cowboys winning a super bowl yeah, like, all right, I love him because, like, yeah, he used to predict these things all the time, and it was great that he could make the predictions. That's cool. Um, but once he started messing up the predictions, like, consistently, and then, like, he just started giving, like, the goofiest Collins Collinsworth takes, and I was like, dude, it's time to give this guy a rest. I like Greg Olson up there. He's not that bad, but I don't know. I, I feel like, why don't you stop giving these players – like jobs, and why don't you give it to like people that actually went to school for it? I, that that's just my. I don't like Drew Brees already. I I'm just I have a problem with Drew Brees these fucking days. hair, dude. Get him yeah, out. like Drew Brees either, but Romo is the best. I don't know how you don't like Romo, dude. Where where did you just magically get a helmet on? It's like an avatar that you just clicked it. What where did you find that? Is that dude, in your house? Yeah, I got it in my basement. I'm furious right. With my internet situation, so yeah. Dude, take the helmet on. It scares the fuck out of me. What are you gonna do? Beat the beat the uh, beat the internet up? Smash no, your head I, into the 
dude, if I didn't just get this computer, I'd be ready to smash this thing. Because I'm furious right now. My internet's not working anywhere. Uh-oh, hold on. My dogs might be barking. I'm That's right. Kitchen tune back there. What's up with that? Which one? Oh, uh, I have the uh, I have the uh, Egyptian back here, and then I have the what is that? Hold on, one second. I'm gonna give the play by play right here. Mikey's getting yelled at. Yeah, I am. Re- I am. I just like babe, and I was like, what? I'm recording. Um, and the knight in shining armor is behind me. Then I got my Chappelle uh, posters as well. Some oh, cowboy no. shit. It's pretty cool. I saw the most random things you could find. I just go dumpster diving, I guess. Not really, but basically what I do. That's what's up. I'm trying to think what else. Yeah. So you guys want to get into our nice bets of the week, though? I think Elliot's. Oh, no. I thought he was frozen. I'm seeing the blinking now. Want to do our bets of the week? Let's do it. Leave right. it off. So. The first bet I want to get into is, well, the first bet I already got into is Bears-Bucks. The reason I like the Bears at plus 13.5 is just because you don't ever give a team 13.5 points. On the road, that's disrespectful to a great defense. The defense isn't the greatest, but to go in there and just say that you'll get over two touchdowns and uh, stay on that lead consistently is disrespectful. So I'm going to take the Bears plus 13.5. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take the titans plus five and a half against the kansas city chiefs kansas city chiefs have allowed the most run are the 28th most run defense so our most runs against most yards against the run there we go mike oh my gosh so i'm gonna go with the titans uh because derrick henry is a madman there's no stopping him of course you could stop or it's hard to stop Patrick Mahomes, but he does not look like he's Superman this year. He looks like he's human. If you caught him, he will bleed. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Titans plus five and a half. And then I really like the, um, I like this Ravens Bengals games uh, minus six and a half. Defense is great. I don't know why the defense, it's only 73% started in fantasy leagues this year. For the Ravens, the Ravens have been going off this year, especially against the Bengals. The Bengals aren't fully back all the way. They have a good offense, but it's not the great offense. It's it's an offense that can be stopped, and uh, they've play, played much better offenses and put up way better points. So I'm going to go ahead and say Baltimore minus six and a half. Who do you guys like this week? I got one for you. I'm going to go with the Broncos. They're plus two right now against the Browns, who – I did see earlier that Baker Mayfield is out, right? Kareem Hunt is out and Nick Chubb is out. And the yeah, everybody's out. Still laying at the favorite. Um, so I would definitely go with the Broncos. What, they start off 3-0? They lost three straight probably? You can't let a backup quarterback and third-string running back beat you in the NFL. Um, another team that prides itself on defense. So I would take the Broncos to uh, cover that one and beat the Browns this week. Yeah, I like that, dude, because especially with Baker Mayfield out and you got Case Keenum. Case Keenum hasn't played in the NFL in about two years as a starting quarterback. That's rough. Teddy Bridgewater, he's always got something to prove. And then the defense has got something to prove. These are two tough defenses that have been underwhelming this year. you got the Browns, who have uh, Miles Garrett, and you got the Broncos. They have uh, Chubb. I wish these two were playing against each other, Nick Chubb versus Bradley Chubb. That would have been always fun to see a couple of brothers playing against each other, but that's okay. 
Uh, there'll be more games to come. I like that pick too. I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I just, <sighs> I'm going to stay away from this bet. What happened? The Browns have no receivers either. So I don't know. Yeah. OBJ's out. Everybody, literally everybody's out. They got five of their six of the starters out. Right. So it's literally their backups versus the Broncos starters. And if you think that the Browns backups are better than the Broncos, we'll see what you can do. Be embarrassing for the Broncos if they are. So. Dude, Vic Fangio would lose his job right there. I'm, 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 I'm literally convinced that he would lose his job. He's on the hot seat for sure. Oh, but, I mean, I hope. Bring him back oh, yeah. to Chicago. Yeah, they need him. But, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater questionable. Case Keenan played under Stefanski in Minnesota, so he's familiar with the offense. I'm going to stay away from that one too, but I hope OBJ puts up some numbers just because I have him in some fantasy leagues, and he has been underwhelming to say the least. You know who's really underrated is uh, uh, what's his name Saint Peoples or People Saints or something the uh, Peoples Jones. There you go out of Michigan. Yeah, he's a stud. He's a stud. He's he's always on. He's overwhelming. Like he's always out producing what he's supposed to do. Um, there's some games that he gets overlooked, but when you see the games that it most matters, this guy is always catching the balls. I barely see this guy getting any drops, and it's he's a good player. So. I'd watch out for him this year or this week. This week, I think he's going to put up some points. I follow his girlfriend on uh, Instagram. She's a UFC girl and like a, you know, just a cute chick. Wait, 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 wait. Does she follow you back? No, no, she does not oh. follow me. <laughs> I, w- I really haven't seen People's Jones until like she started posting him. I'm like, oh, let me take a look at this guy. She, She's posting that he's scoring. So, and then I realized, yeah, he's not bad. So she's making noise. He's making noise. I mean, he could be in for a big week this week based on J-Mo's, you know, analysis. I go by yeah, the Instagram. for real. That's how I make my bets, guys. <laughs> I mean, it makes the most sense. The most sense, right? I mean, um, Mitch Trubisky signed his contract right after, right before he got married. So it's just like stuff like that. You got to look out for those things, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. El- Elliot, who you like this week? So I'm going back to the well here. I'm going Packers, but they're at seven and a half right now. I'm going to probably buy it down to six and a half. I mean, you're in Lambeau at home. Defense is playing pretty legit. Heineke has been underwhelming. I mean, he he can flash. You know, he can make some noise, but Aaron Rodgers, he's on a heater. I mean, after week one, guy's the MVP of the league. Coming back, you know, when I look at these – you know, this game compared to last game, I know preseason Washington defense coming in, people are saying it's one of the best defenses in the league. But at this point of the season, I would take the Bears defense over the Redskins defense. And absolutely. You know, and Packers covered the spread last week. So I'm going to buy this down to uh, to six and a half. Take that game. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to do it again. Um, another one that I love just because I don't know how, how Grant, I know how Derrick Henry is one of the greatest running backs of all time, how defenses don't just stack the box, put nine people in the box, play one-on-one on the outside. I know you got AJ Brown. I know you got Julio Jones, but make Ryan Tannehill beat you. I'm going to go over one and a half touchdowns for Ryan Tannehill, uh, Great odds, too, in my opinion, only at minus 135. The guy has done nothing all season. I don't think he's thrown more than one touchdown pass the entire season in a game. I feel like he has to be due, especially against the Kansas City Chiefs defense. 
that is in the bottom of the league in passing defense, close to the bottom of the league in rushing defense. I feel like that has to be a lock. Um, so got to go with that one. Yeah, I like and, that a lot. Hell yeah. Yeah, so outside of that, as I'm looking at the board. Going back to the Redskins, too, statistically, they're the worst defensive team in the league. So you should take the Bears ahead of them. They're 30 There we seconds. go. <laughs> hey, Jay, well, I appreciate those stats. <laughs> I appreciate you coming to. Coming I didn't know they were statistically the worst. I was that's like, they're pretty, really miserable. bad. I'm like, of course, the Bears. Yeah. Dude, and in my opinion, that's the Josh Norman effect. I mean, people underestimate the impact of a shutdown cornerback. And I know he's getting, he's getting a little bit old, but you take him off your team. I mean, that, that opens up, you know, a quarter of the field, or I'm sorry, a third of the field depending on how you're playing defense. Um, but outside of that game, got to look at the Panthers game. I feel like the Panthers, they have to come into this game and get a win, in my and opinion. The Panthers have been on a fucking streak of losing. Oh, yeah. I mean, they started off 3-0. and They went 0-3. They got to come back. This Giants team is beat up. They have nobody in the outside. I have no idea if uh, Galladay is going to be playing. Tony's hurt. Shepard's hurt. Uh, I mean, who knows what they're going to roll out there. I don't know if uh, Saquon Barkley's playing, but Carolina Panthers, defense is legit. Sam Darnold's got to get it going. Chuba Hubbard's got to get it going. Let me down by one yard last week. We'll talk about it on Sunday. But if I'm looking at the board, I feel like I have to take the Panthers, buy it down to two and a half, and go from there. Outside of that, I think the Rams are going to roll the Lions. <laughs> it's at 14 and a half right now. I'm hoping that goes down a little bit. I'm hoping the public looks into that and says, you know, hey, Dan Campbell's got to get him motivated to at least cover that spread. It gets down to you know somewhere towards 11, 12. But I don't know how you don't take that either with the way the Rams have been playing. So, yeah, the revenge game. Let's talk about Mr. Uh, Dan Campbell. Because he didn't cry this week. He cried too early. He should have cried later. That's, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, he should have <laughs> waited to cry. You can't cry week six, oh, and five. You know what I'm saying? I, I Now I expect him to cry every single season. Like every single game, I, or not season, every single game I want this guy to cry. I like him. I think he's a good coach. But like I said, that, that crying thing, I just, that wrong time, wrong wrong place. He called out uh, Goff this week, too, and said, you know, we need more from him. Uh, if I was Goff, I'd be like, dude, you're, you're crying on the field. Relax. Let me do my thing. This team's pretty trash. Right. Well, okay. Speaking of that, did you see that uh, there's a couple things going on with the Bears? The fucking uh, Nagy tried to call out the defense. He's like, yeah, we need to be we need to be consistent on all parts of the field. And like he was talking about the defense. And I'm like, bro, who are you? To be talking about the Bears defense after they have bailed you guys out through how many games? You're going to do that? You're going to throw them under the bus? Dude, I I just don't understand how you can fucking say that to your – and you don't, you don't coach them. You don't look at them. You barely talk to your defense as a head coach, right? You let the defensive coordinator do all of that. And you're going to go ahead and you're going to call out the defense? Bro, the defense is the only reason that you still have a job from 2018 to 2021. So shut the fuck up. Like that shit, that pisses me off to no other end. I, I don't understand 
how this guy had the balls to even go up on the field. Maybe he was a little too mad, but I, I don't care. You don't say that. Like, you don't disrespect them. And then what did he do to every single time? Like, he just does the wrong thing. What did he do? He fined Jalen Johnson fucking three grand because That's he was late. I get one it. Minute? Was it one and, minute he was late? Yeah, minute one late. One minute. Yeah, one minute late. Like, and people are like, oh, well, if you're 15 minutes early, you're 15 minutes late. Sure, sure, 100% to coaches and whatever. But, like, to the league and to, you know, to rules. And when you're fucking with my money or something like that, that that's that's stupid. Especially after you go ahead and you trash the the fucking defense in your post game, and then you go ahead and find a player. It's not a good look. And you know the defense talks. or They're, they're going to push this guy out faster than you could say. Yeah, that's like a college mentality thing right yeah. there. Like you're still a kid. You're not, I mean, when you're in the league, you're mad. So, I mean. Right, right. Not, like, they're not kids. You can't treat them like that. Exactly. Those are my thoughts exactly, too. I just say, and they, they used to call it the Lombardi rule. Like, if you're 15 early, you're 15 late. Or you're, if you're 15 minutes early, you're still late. Like, do the, like it's just that though, these aren't the days that we live anymore. So, just stop one. And he didn't even break the rules. Yeah, he was late by a minute circumstances happen shit happens but like two grand i can't imagine two grand coming out of my pocket because i fucking missed the practice also i don't get paid as much as them but even if i did get paid as much as them and i saw that coming out of my pockets i'd still be pissed oh yeah i think it even speaks more to the fact that he posted that on social media so that makes me think two things one either he's jalen johnson is an idiot he's just not a smart guy and just puts that on social media more so I think it speaks to how little the defensive side of the ball thinks of Matt Nagy. Dude, the how much that, he's yeah. I that, that's honestly what like when I saw that, I was like, these guys don't respect him. Cause how many times do you think Bill Belichick finds somebody? Right. You know, how many times do you think that you know he sits people? He's he's ended people's careers. I mean, think of Jonah White. You remember that guy? Oh yeah, the Super Bowl. Dude, no, not not Super Bowl. That's Malcolm Butler. I'm talking oh, about Jonah okay. White, the guy who he had three touchdowns in one game on a Monday night football game, showed up late the next day. You never heard of him again, <laughs> literally, because he showed up late to a practice. I mean, and you never heard of nobody knows what's happening with that. Nobody knows what happened with Malcolm Butler. Like you said, I feel like that just speaks to the type of leadership they have over there in house tall with like, you're just going to post something like that on social media. So granted, he might just be a silly dude and he's just going to post something like that. Yeah, maybe. But. I feel like you you should know, like what's going to happen to you if you do that. You know, oh, it was a blatant. I don't think he's that goofy. It was blatant disrespect, and it was that's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> meant to throw the coach under the bus because, like you said, everyone's going to try and push him out. Like if the team is lost, I believe they want him gone. So, well, dude, I mean, look at what Eddie Jackson said, right? Eddie, okay, so you, this is like not the first time you have Nick Foles is always outspoken and talking shit about Nagy. You got now you have. Um, Eddie Jackson talking shit about Lance Briggs. Did you guys see that? He was talking like he like retweeted. He retweeted a tweet saying Lance Briggs misses the most tackles. And he like put a, he put a, like a wandering thinking face emoji. And it's just like, you don't like, don't disrespect the legends. First of all, one, first yeah, of all, that. that's just, silly. yeah, he deleted his tweet. He, he posted a, uh, he posted a interested mo- emoji or like, Hmm, that's interesting. And, uh, it was about Lance Briggs, so it was fucking. You guys hear that squeaking? No. Oh, okay, good. My dog keeps chewing on the squeaking toy, so I keep hearing, thinking that you guys hear it. 
but yeah, he disrespected Lance Briggs. It's, it's you don't do that. Like I, I said, I saw and I said, trade him immediately. Just fucking trade the guy. These guys have lost the locker room. They've lost all respect towards the Bears. It's time to get up, rebuild. I, I don't understand what's going on. I know you say that it's it's looking up. For only one thing and one reason it's looking up is because of Justin Fields. That's the only thing that we have going for us right now. And, it, and that's it for me. No, talent-wise, I feel like talent-wise with the young product they have. Like Eddie Jackson, that's another one. Like yeah. you just said, got to go. Yeah. Other people in that, that locker room, got to go. Obviously, Matt Nagy's got to go. I mean, there's things that need to be done, but I just feel like with the way the O-line's working, you know, the running backs are playing, Justin Fields, he's he's literally like the opposite, in my opinion, of Mitch Trubisky. You know, he knows how to play quarterback. Instead of that dumb face, he has a stoic face. He's ready to go. Yeah, exactly. He's more confident. Yeah. I think with the Bears, and like I said on Sports Life, Elliot, about, you know, picking Justin Fields, it's great to have that piece. But what are you going to do next? Mm-hmm. What are the we're just going to lose a bunch of players? I feel like, and Justin Fields is going to have to play three years with the Bears when we're like one of the worst teams in the league, and just kind of ruin his career. I don't want that to happen. But the Bears aren't known for being great at putting pieces around a quarterback. Like, well, right, and that's what I'm saying. You have look at all these pieces you have on defense, and they're all getting older. You know, we're not winning a championship now. You see Khalil Mack. You know, we could trade him. You see all these players. You see Akeem Hicks. He's not getting older, uh, younger. Trade him. It sucks. I, I hate to say that as a Bears fan. I love these guys, but you know that the future is coming, right? You don't want you don't want to uh, spend your time looking at it and trying to fix these band aids when you know that these are unsalvageable, right? And you know that you can fucking find value for these guys. So I would just do it now, bite the bullet, and prepare for the future. Those are my thoughts. It's what the Bulls did. Might as well be what the fucking Bears do. So are we calling for a fire sale right now? I'm done. I've I've been calling for a fire sale. Besides besides Justin Fields, blow it up. And even with Justin Fields, I feel like we don't even know. So I feel like after this season, blow it up. Because we need to see what this guy is like. For me, I feel like he holds on to the ball way too long. But he's just a rookie, right? So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt for a year, two years. And then when it's time to make a deal and make see what his contract is and when it's that time starts coming then it's like all right what are we going to do with this guy same thing for trubisky we gave him so many passes and all right this is he's rookie second year third year all right fourth year what's going on fifth year all right get him on there's no shot you know so i think he's under the same rules same same tricks and everything but i have way more confidence in justin fields than i've ever done did in uh (laughs) yeah mr Trubisky. because you just see the flashes the guy's so good he hits he hits him on like right in the hands. It's it's different than I've ever seen in a Bears jersey. And he's got that talent you want to see. Like you look at Justin Herbert, the young quarterbacks in the league, Herbert, um, Lamar. Like you see these young guys get to year three and they're just amazing. Year mm-hmm. two for Herbert, but Kyler Murray, he's going off I, right now. I want to see that in Justin Fields. I just hope the Bears can give us give us that. That would be great, but it's wishful thinking for us. It always has been for the Bears. Always will be. Always will be. So uh, if I can do one bet of the week for the Bears, it would definitely be a Khalil Herbert touchdown this year. So I'm going to go ahead and stick with that. Go to basketball really quick tonight. Bulls, Pelicans. I'm going to go ahead and hammer the Bulls tonight. I'm going tonight, so it's going to be a good time. I'm going to get a little schmacked 
for the home opener. Are you guys going to the home opener by chance? It's debatable right now. Well, what what is there to debate? Let's hear this. I have two kids. Oh, throw the two kids in my face once again, huh? Oh, hey, that's, that's my card. No matter what. <laughs> Dude, yeah, matter I can't what. wait. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't wait to use that as an excuse, even when it's not an excuse. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God, the kids or the wife, you know? I hands cannot down, wait. Hands down the best excuse there ever is. Um, but it's funny. We're actually talking about it because, um, you know, our, our the other podcast, we got Sports Life with the Wife and Kids. Uh, our other co-host, Hicks, his wife. So him and I were talking about going to the home opener on Friday. We have a history of going to some games, sitting pretty close, just, you know, getting after it, having some conversation with some players. But his wife is literally due to have a baby like any day, any day. So I, I told him on the side, I was like, dude, I'm I'm down to go. But if your wife goes into labor when we're at the game, I can't forgive myself. Like, you're going to be in trouble. I'm going to be stuck with you. Yeah. I, and then I'm going to be hearing about this shit forever. So that's the only reason why I don't want to go with you. <laughs> like, I just, it's not what I want to do. And Tell him to buy up. his own ticket. Yeah. You go with somebody else. Like, well, like, no, he you, brought it up today. He was like, no, I'll just bring her with. If she goes into labor third row, I mean, we're going to be on TV. The, the Bulls have the best doctors. You know, dude, my baby's uh, going to get born at the United Center. I mean, the kid's going to be a legend from day one. Absolutely. That kid would go to every single championship game. You know what I'm saying? And the Bulls would invite them. You have a baby in the United Center. Has that ever happened before? Somebody's got to look that up. I got to look that up right now. Has there ever been a baby born in the United Center? There might be one on Friday. There might be one on Friday. Dude, it better not delay the game. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I was just saying, anything, that's really... going to go down at like middle of the second quarter, you know? <laughs> right before the Duncan race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about? That's my favorite part of the game, dude. I'll lay 20 Gs on that thing right there. Oh, man. <laughs> but, no, I mean, hopefully get a chance to go. Uh, dude, I just the, – the Bulls this year are too exciting not to watch. Even today, I think they played terrible, both sides of the ball, in my opinion, even though they were talking about how good they played defensively. They played against the Pistons. Name somebody that plays on the Pistons. You know, number one overall yeah. draft pick didn't even play today. I'm still excited to see him. So hopefully he'll be in the building. This was the first time I've watched the entire Bulls game from tip to finish in like seven years. So I'll definitely be going to some games. It's because we're all excited about it, dude. That's the difference. It's like, dude, for the past four fucking years, it's just been misery, misery, pain, fire packs. There's been people have been putting up billboards, fire the guy, you know, get rid of him, fire yourself. Now we're finally at a, a, a point where it's like, dude, the Bulls are back. Right. The Bulls are fucking back. I've been excited all day that the Bulls are back. And then I saw this underwhelming performance. and I was like, oh, the Bulls are kind of back, you know. So, like I said, I, I just hope that they don't play to their position, uh, to their competition. Right. I, I hope they find a way to get out of that funk and just outperform it and uh, just go off. So those are my thoughts. Um, before we get off the show, though, let's let's talk about our uh, our shit shows of the week. What was our shit show of the week? Oh man, Jamo, you want you want to go first? Can I nominate myself or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's hear it. I mean, yeah, I'm in there. I missed our show Sunday, uh, Sports Life with the Wife and Kids. Elliot did the responsible thing and left this party at six o'clock, eight o'clock, eight o'clock, whatever. It was nice and early. 
Uh, he's got to go home and put the kids to bed. Me and the guy whose party it was were like, why is he leaving so early? You know, he's got to, he should stay. He should stay. Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm leaving at three, four in the morning, just drunk, hammered, woke up. I had Hawaiian sweet rolls and a full bag of salt and vinegar chips just in my bed, poured everywhere. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Ate a bite. Woke up just stepping on chips. Elliot, Elliot called me a bunch of times. I'm like, yeah, what's up? I'm like, I just woke up. You know, I know I missed the show already. So I then on top of that, I went to Cost House right after Elliot. I was like, well, yep. I'm up. I'm hungover. Let me just go to this tailgate party just because. So I was definitely hurting for three days. Still am. Smoked three cigars. Terrible decision. Always is. So I'll, I'll vote myself into the shit show. I don't even think it's a shit show. I think that's an MVP chant. If you throw smoke three cigars and then you can do a podcast a couple of days later, that's uh, that's a uh, MVP chant for me. Well, no, it's the amount of alcohol, really, Mikey. That that's going to put him in the uh, you know MVP, probably in the <laughs> hall of fa- probably in the hall of fame. Once it's all said and done, I mean, when you go to party at Jack's house, to to put it into context, I walked up around, I think it was three thirty with my children to a children's party. Kids are getting their faces painted. They're making balloon animals. He just pulls me off to the side. We immediately start taking shots. I mean, he, he he's not playing any games when he has parties at his house, fully catered, <laughs> bottles going, all sorts of drinks. They got the Campari flowing. Um, I mean, that's just how Italians do it over there in the Cavello family. That's fucking awesome. Oh, he said he's Italian. That's A-OK on the Mikey Betts show. That's uh, the one and only top 10, top top three Italians only for uh, uh, the show. You guys are Italian, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Hundred percent. This weekend, yeah. I drank enough Campari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we already knew it. The minute, the minute Jeff, he and it, the in Jeff's defense too, he was up at like eleven fifty, or I'm sorry, eight fifty five, and then we started the live stream at nine, and he was out. So he was up, he was out, <laughs> game over. But this is called good rest. Very good yeah. rest. He got the two wing fine. That's two wings. I mean, how many wings are you at? I think it's yeah, four, five, maybe. Dude, we gotta go soon because that ass is gonna be hurting, my friend. I'm dead. I think we might have to go either after next week or the following week. We definitely gotta all get together, pay the fines, pay the dues. Um, because Mikey Bet or not Mikey Betts, I'm sorry, Benny the Bet got a same thing. No call, no show, two wing fine. He's up to four also. Damn. And I know I know Jeff can handle the heat. Benny the Bet, though, that dude's gonna be hurting. He's going to be hurting, dude. Oh, he's oh going to be hurting. He's never going to make a sports bet in his life again. Oh, yeah. That might retire him. I mean, we do, maybe his, we can do a Sunday picks. live in my crib and then we'll do the, the wings, too. Oh, there we go. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. In the basement. Hell yeah. Let me down. What's your uh, shit show of the week? My shit show of the week is my daughter and myself because oh. she's literally been shitting in her underwear. Oh, um, my gosh. I love her to death. She is my angel. She is the sweetest girl in the entire world. She just can't figure out how to wipe her butt just yet completely. So <laughs> literally all the time she comes home from school and I'm smelling something. I'm looking at her underwear and I'm just like, what the? And she's got a little poop in there. So, oh, my gosh. I mean, that's my shit show of the week. A literal shit, a literal show. shit show. But I mean, those are the things you got to deal with, guys. You know, one day, Mikey, you'll be there. Jeff, same thing. I mean, you're an uncle. I'm sure you know Jordan's been doing the same thing. You you gotta you know you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta clean it up. But 
I mean, a literal shit show these past couple weeks. And I don't know who to blame because I'm it's not my fault. I know how to wipe. I'm blaming it on the wife because Trace, my son. He knows Top how to five. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trace Top is five. 10 years old. So, yes, of course, he knows how to wipe. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, are you guys a uh, over or under for the toilet paper? What does that mean? I know like, that means I'm a don't care, but yeah, I've, I've seen so like you either like pull under for the toilet paper or like you pull on top for the toilet paper. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. I don't yeah. Care. Oh, I don't care. I was just asking what you guys were. Usually there's a preference. Oh no. I, I mean, I just, wherever it's going, I just do it. wherever it is. It's all going to the same place. Right. That's all I think when I eat yeah. too. My ex-girlfriend yeah. would throw that like she, we'd be arguing about some she'd be yelling at me and then she'd throw that in at the end and you put the toilet paper the wrong way again i'm like what does it matter like dude yeah. yeah like i said it's going the same fucking spot my friend yeah it's all gonna have shit in the end of the day yeah i just like to leave it up top anyway off the roll just on the little counter oh that's smart too so then you can take the little you know what i'm saying yeah hell yeah, yeah. Sometimes that gets me though, JMO, because dude, we do the same thing in our house. Because dude, once you have kids too, if you leave it on the roll, when they go to pull it off, they'll just start pulling the whole fucking thing, and it's just ripped off oh, the floor shit. and everything. So we'll do the same thing. And sometimes I'll sit there and I'll be like, "What the fuck?" Like there's no toilet paper, and all of a sudden it's behind me. So I gotta sit there and grab it from behind me. I'm gonna leave uh, just one. I'm gonna leave one ply for every every single time someone needs to go. I'll leave one ply, and I'll say, "If you need it." Fold it in four corners, and that's how you're going to do it. Don't waste no toilet paper in my house, especially after this COVID-19 shit. All that toilet paper, that, that shit's scarce. You need it. Just no, nuts. man. You need butt wipes. Mikey, you got to work on the sponsorship. Dude wipes, or I'm a big Kirkland. Whoa, 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 whoa. We don't do dude wipes. We do. We do Manscaped. Shout out Manscaped. That is our sponsor. We don't fuck with dude wipes. Uh, but Manscaped does have uh, butt wipes for you guys and uh, to uh, keep all your stuff crystal clear uh, down there. And they do have a great um, thing, uh, a shaver to it's called the lawnmower 4.0. You guys can use that. You guys can use the promo code Mikey bets at manscaped.com. You will get 20% off uh, plus free shipping. So go ahead and use the promo code Mikey bets and you guys will get 20% off plus free shipping for manscaped.com and uh jeff will tell his manscaped story next week so tune in <laughs> tune in to next week um before we leave the show my shit show of the week uh man what was my shit show of the week uh the bears fucking lost so that was my shit show i guess uh new jersey was a shit show they wouldn't let me rent a car for some reason um i have a rental car here in enterprise and you can't have two rental cars at the same time. So I had one rental just sitting here because uh, somebody hit me and I had a this rental here. And then when I go to New Jersey, I was shit out of luck. So I had to go to Avis. So I went from paying $33 a day for a rental to $100 a day. And uh, it was just a shit show. But luckily, it is what it is. Uh, still had a good time. But just uh, unnecessary money being spent in uh, in that yeah, that's my shit show of the week. Not as bad as uh, actual literal shit or a hangover, but it's still a shit show. Yeah, dude. I mean, the entire city is feeling your pain. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. So 
with that being said, uh, next week we're going to have a really good show. We're going to be having the Philly Godfather coming on. We're going to be having uh, David Kaplan coming on. He is from ESPN, ESPN 1000, NBC Chicago. You guys can find him everywhere and anywhere. Uh, we will also have uh, the college kids coming on. Going to be a fun time. You guys can catch us this Sunday uh, on the Sports Life Pod on Facebook, Sports Life Pod, or you can find it on Mikey Betts uh, at Real Mikey Betts on my Twitter page. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, do you guys want to say anything before we uh, we leave today? Uh, your Knicks won. So I'm going to let you know that. you probably The won. Knicks won. There we go. So uh, the Bulls and the Knicks are 1-0. It's a great time to be alive. Uh, shit. I, this is going to be the happiest I'll be in a hot minute. But uh, see Red. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. And uh, we will see you guys next week.